The Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I'm Banner. I'm the Guru. And what the fuck? That's gonna be the running theme this whole weekend. <laughs> so the Carolina Panthers lose to themselves. Yeah, you know, it was a uh, it was a pretty big upset. One of our good buddies lost three bones on it, taking the spread, taking the Panthers. Really? Yeah. And even if they would have hit the field goal, it would have been... No, wouldn't have covered anyhow. Wouldn't have covered anyhow, (laughs) so it was dead in the water on the last drive. Ooh, Um, that's a little rough. Zinger. But I mean, you had to love that going into halftime, 17 to 7. Yeah, I was loving it. I was crushing it. I have a lot of stock in... uh, Well, not a lot, but I have Carolina's defense and kicker in the league, and it was looking good, and then Denver kind of made a run, Simeon impressed. C.J. Anderson went beast mode. Absolutely went off for 27 fantasy points. Holy shit. Ridiculous. And so he scored the most fantasy points in this game by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy. Cam Newton was behind him with 24. Uh, Cam Newton did what Cam Newton does. He had a great game. Uh, Depending on how your league scores, interceptions and touchdown points, um, Cam Newton got you anywhere from like 21 to 24, I believe. But, uh... He had a good game. Calvin Benjamin, looking great. Actually, Calvin Benjamin, uh, you know, the commentators made a good, uh, had a good line when he said, you know, I think we all forgot uh, how, how big of a freak this guy is because I'll tell you what, he is a monster and had some great, great catches. Um, whoever was saying Functious is going to be on the same level as him is insane. Cause, uh, well, I mean, that was looking... all based on, oh my god, he looks amazing in practice, guys. Practice. Who fucking cares? You know why? It's fucking practice. I don't give a shit about practice. I don't give a shit about the preseason. Tonight's game counts. I didn't get to watch a lot of it because I have a job. But I was able to listen to it. And goddamn, it did sound like Carolina was pretty much destroying the majority of that game, and then just kind of was like, uh, we don't fucking care, apparently. Yeah, no, it, they really did. They had a total meltdown, second-half meltdown. They look good, don't get me wrong. They look they look pretty solid, but they just choked on it. They choked on it hard. I mean, Cam Newton got him there in the end after, you know, the defense kind of let him down a little bit. The offense did stall, but the, de- the defense was letting drives go all day. And if they don't take away, have those three takeaways – Denver could have actually won this handedly because they turned it over three times in the red zone when they were marching. I mean, they were looking great. They were pounding the ball. They Simeon was making all the good checkdowns. He was making good throws. He had one bad throw. He had two picks. One of them was a tip-up. The other one was, was a bad throw on his part. Other than that, though, he looked actually pretty great. And if you're a Denver fan right now, you're, you're feeling pretty fucking good about uh, where you're at because Carolina – is still one of the best teams, one of the top five teams in the league. Oh, yeah. DeAndre Booker. He had a fumble in the game. He coughed it up. That was his first touch ever. First touch ever in the NFL. Fumbles it. And this guy was highly touted. Went pretty high, if I remember, in the Dynasty rookie drafts. But nothing comes down to a six-point fucking swing making you want to fucking cry your eyeballs out. Graham Gano missing that field goal. After the timeout, and they decide to still go through the motions, and he kicks it. It hits it. Fairly easily makes it. It hits it. And that that hurt me in fantasy, because I have Gano. 
which that went from giving me it was 50 yarders would have been a nice five point hit to uh, nothing to minus one. So it was, yeah, six point swing. It's brutal, especially yeah, that, playing uh, our king scumbags. Yeah, that hurt me in uh, a different league where had Gano made that field goal, I probably would have outscored Olsen with, the and, kicker. with a kicker in a PPR league. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Olsen had a solid game too as well. He was right back where he was last year, leading them in uh, target 7 for 73. Kevin Benjamin, 6 for 91 and a touchdown. Other than that, nobody did anything. One catches all around. 7 for Olsen, 6 for Benjamin. And then there were one, two, three, four, five other guys with one catch. And Devin Funches did one nothing. catch for nine yards. Didn't even get you a fantasy point. At least Ted Ginn got you some points, I think, on the ground. Yeah, he, he had a rush. He uh, took an end round, one for 20. Would have got you a couple points. Nothing that you can so start, though. So, Ted fucking Ginn outscores Funches. Devin practice hero Funches. Yep, absolutely does. Absolutely does. Let's go down to breaking down some of the other games that are going to happen. We're just going to break down the primetime games that will be on TV, the Sunday nights and the Monday nights. Go over, not really break them down, just go over who we kind of have and who we pick. So Sunday night football, we have Arizona Cardinals at home versus the New England Patriots. In my confidence pool, I took Arizona handily. Really? I mean, they're, they're at home. No Tom Brady. Arizona had a disappointing loss last year in the playoffs. Um, Arizona's looking good. Their defense is looking good, but it's still the Patriots. And I, I do like Arizona in this game, but as far as if I were in some sort of confidence pool, I wouldn't be putting a whole lot in it just because it's still the Patriots. And the Patriots just always seem to find the way, no matter what. They always are in it. It's the Patriots, the greatest franchise in our lifetime by far. Of winning. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, they redefine what a dynasty. Dynasty. Especially in pro football, where any given Sunday, any team can win. Now, they haven't won, like, an insane amount of championships they've been to a lot, but they've lost more Super Bowls than most people even get to play in. Yeah. Uh, You know, so it's, uh, so it's, it's, or most teams have played in, you know, so they've been quite historic. So, like, uh, and, I, I just not not a high confidence of uh, betting against the Patriots. I just like them. I I like the Patriots a lot. Now the Cardinals, the, Patriots. the Cardinals have a great defense. So are we avoiding playing with a Garoppolo in like a daily fantasy type thing? Because I assume he's got to be dirt fucking cheap. I don't know. You still have Gronk. You still have a lot of weapons there. You got a lot of a lot of guys that run good short routes and find ways Edelman. to get open. Yeah, Edelman, Amendola, Gronk, um, Hogan is seems very capable. They have good running back core. They have a great running back core. They're gonna have a really good punch with Legarrette Blunt and White. I don't know. It's tough to call. It's really, really, really tough to call. But um, Arizona at home, like you said. They, had a disappointing loss in the playoffs. They will have, you know, their starting guy. You do have to go with Arizona, definitely. Yeah, I've got Arizona with Brady, with Brady out. All right, Who do you think has the biggest fantasy day from the wide receivers of Arizona? Fitzgerald, 
Floyd or John Brown? I don't know. New England's got a nasty defensive line. Going to get a good push. I, I kind of feel like this is a Fitzgerald game where it's going to be a lot of possessions, especially PPR. I think he's going to get a lot of touches. Whether or not those accumulate into a bunch of yards, I don't know. They could be a lot of five, six-yard little catches, I, I do think. But I think David Johnson is going to end up being the fantasy, the fantasy yeah. person that you want for the day, for sure, is going to be David Johnson. He just does so much. He's so versatile. Versatile, and uh, they're going to be checking down to him a lot because New England gets after the quarterback. I like John Brown in this game from wide receiver stance. I think Fitzgerald is amazing, and he's going to be a great wide receiver fantasy option this year. Not as like a starting guy. I wouldn't really want to start anybody as my number one wide receiver from Arizona personally, but I love John Brown as a flexer, number two. And I think all season long you can't really uh, can't really lose with that. No, I, lo- I like John Brown as well. I just I just think this is going to be a Larry Fitzgerald game. You're going to see it's going to be a big, a lot of possessions, long a lot of long drives and stuff put together, and I think that's going to benefit Larry uh, Fitzgerald in the long run. All right, so we got the Monday Night Football doubleheader, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Washington Redskins. I don't know what to make about it, man. The Washington Redskins are kind of like Jacksonville to me. I'm like, do you want to fuck with people on that team? Do you not want to? It's like it's just so many years of not even mediocre play, just horrible. You know, RG3 had one year when that team was fantasy relevant with him and Alfred Morris. Since then and before then, it's been rough, you know? Yeah. Um, Same with Jacksonville. Jacksonville has just been a – you know, doormat Pittsburgh. or Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh's been pretty freaking good. I'll probably but no Martavis Bryant. He's suspended out for the year. No Le'Veon Bell. He's suspended. You still have Antonio Brown and they. Big you ben. know, you still have the best wide tight receiver end. in the league. Yeah, and then you have. I know you're not a big fan of Marcus Wheaton, but they got Coates, Marcus Wheaton. You know, they they got a they got a good team. They have D'Angelo Williams who. Showed last year he's fully capable of being, you know, as good as anybody else when uh, he gets the rock. So. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. D'Angelo Williams is a stud. I actually do have Pittsburgh slated to win this game because I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins skated by on pure fucking luck last year. I think he should have thrown way more interceptions. I think you're going to see this guy's number of interceptions be amongst the highest in the league of every week starting quarterbacks. To be honest, I don't know if Kirk Cousins has a job by the end of the fucking season. They uh, don't have to sign him. They, no, he, he's know, on a franchise tag. This is a this is a prove it year for him and he knows it. But at the same time he's probably happy he got this franchise thing because at the very least he's gonna get paid after one you know one year he'll get a really fat paycheck, and really, if he's as long as he's a smart individual, that's all he'll need the rest of his life. I couldn't disagree with you more. I actually think Cousins is solid. I think uh, Washington, they have an awesome defense. They have a great offensive line. They're going to pound the ball, pound the ball. They're not going to rely on Cousins for huge big plays constantly. They're going to run the ball, and he's going to. It's going to look similar to what he does, but he does. They do have the playmakers. You know, to go too deep with Deshaun Jackson, they got Pierre Garçon, 
They have Reed, yeah, who's an on. amazing tight end. We're, how are they going to run the ball? Isn't Matt Jones injured? I mean, he's not technically He'll be playing. injured. He's going to play. They got Robert start. Kelly. Yeah, they got a rookie that was not drafted. He, it he wasn't drafted for a reason. <coughs> yeah, but that, you could say that about a lot of players. You know, Tom Brady didn't get drafted until the seventh round for a reason. You know, there are some anomalies. I'm not mm. willing to say that Robert Kelly is an anomaly without having him played. I know and he hasn't played in the regular like, season, how but can he's. You say he's going to pound the. I mean, they could just as easily go and just try to pound the ball and have Matt Jones really injure his shoulder. I like. Pittsburgh in this game, but we strongly disagree on the Redskins as a team. I think the Redskins are not a playoff team. I don't think they're winning that division, and I will. Who is it? Who else is going to win that division? I think, quite possibly, it could come down to New York, or if the stars align in Dallas. Dallas, they still have the best offensive line in football. They still have the highest-touted rookie running back coming into the league and since, I mean, prior to Todd Gurley, since who? No, I I agree with uh, with that, but, I mean, it's not like Todd Gurley was four years ago. It was last year. It was no, it year was before. last year. And I don't, I don't think Ezekiel Elliott, if it, Ezekiel Elliott goes to any other team, he's not even talked about the way he's talked about it because he went to the team and the big hype train's on there. Listen, I'm just saying I know what I watched last year when Romo wasn't in there. That, that team was awful. They were horrendous. I know Dak Prescott looked great in the preseason. I'm not saying that he doesn't have potential, but stuff like that. But it's preseason, and he's playing against bums. And he, it wasn't like he did any of that with the first team. And the one time he did get a shot with the first team, he struggled. So it's – it's I do not think the Cowboys are going to be good. The Eagles are trash. They're garbage. I think, though – The Giants, I don't know. Exactly the way that you feel about the Washington Redskins with how they're going to pound the ball – all year and not have to worry about. But here's Kirk the thing: Cousins the Cowboys' defense is garbage. They yeah, don't... but here's the thing: they have the best fucking offensive line. As long as Elliott is somewhat capable, they're gonna be fine. Oh, and by the way, you know whose backup is? It's the ex fucking Redskin Al Morris, <laughs> Alfred who Morris. we know can carry the rock. Yeah. So if Ezekiel Elliott for some reason is a bum, he is a bust. Then they still have Alf over Just there to, who can carry to the ball. To kind of like and then even behind what that, you're they saying, got Run DMC, baby. Is well, that's exactly my point. Is the Cowboys still ran the ball amazing last year? Yeah. Run DMC, and guess what? They sucked. You know why? Because they couldn't pass. They have no defense. Their defense and they can't pass are garbage. They were hoping to just be able to outscore people this year. That's all they wanted to do was outscore people. Their defense is not going to win them games by any means as to where Washington's defense is legitimately good enough to win them games. I think Dallas has a good enough potential. Their offense is potentially good enough to where if their defense can win a few series in a row... Dallas could potentially have a three-score lead by that point to where their defense might get helped out by an offense not playing to their advantages because they're trying to catch up to a wildly scoring 
Dallas Cowboys offense. I mean, that's suggesting care, care, that... Care to make a bet? Who has the better uh, win percentage at the no, end of the season? they're both garbage, but I mean... No, they're not. But see, that's where we disagree. Washington's better. Washington's better, and there's no one else in that division that can bang with them. I that's good. They can go. I truly think that um, with the addition of Sterling Shepard, potentially Victor Cruz coming back, and maybe being 80% of what he was. This is a completely different wide receiver core technically because we haven't seen Cruz and Beckham. And this will mean two other guys are going to be out there alongside Beckham, which is either going to take a lot of the pressure off of Beckham or these guys are going to be So you like the Giants out of the NFC East. I like the Giants out of the East. I mean, Philadelphia is going to be garbage because they're going to have to turn to Wentz who... They've been claiming they were going to register all fucking year. Yeah, but they and said they saw enough of them in practices where they wanted to run with it. So that's – who knows what that is because I'll tell you what. With Matthews and Darrell Green Beckham, they have some weapons up there. I, Ryan Matthews was kind of a, a bust. He had a couple injury seasons. He was solid for him last year. If you had him in fantasy where you got him, you were actually probably really fucking happy. Um, he, he, was, he was pretty solid. So I could see – the Eagles being competitive in a lot of games, but it's just Chip Kelly stripped that defense down to nothing. So it's like they have, you know, you're putting a lot on Wentz, but who who knows? You know, who knows? Who knows at all? But I, I you take the Giants in there, and I'm taking the Redskins. I like the Redskins to take I mean, the division I, I again. I really have no confidence in any of those teams, and I really don't have any stock in any of them. So I really. actually got to say, I think the NFC East is probably, like, the worst division in football. Or right there. It's got to be right there. It's because that is that is worst. a garbage division. Yeah, there's no one in it, and they're all. Yeah. Pretty it, much it used to not be like that in the '80s and '90s. They were the division. Yeah. And the NFC North was probably more the most horrendous division. Which I think nowadays is a great division. Yeah, they're actually pretty solid. I think I think actually the NFC North is gonna be very competitive. Um, I think, and, and I think the big Bridgewater thing is going down see, like, really hurt. You know them. what? At first, I was like, "Oh, you know what? That sucks." And I like kind of actually looked at what Bridgewater did. He was fucking horrible. No, but I mean, he's a game manager. No, yeah, That's I know, but is. but Bradford but can do but that. He's a really good game man. I don't think Bradford can. I don't think Bradford is capable of not fucking something up. I think he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, guys, I got this. I got this. Don't worry. It'll it'll be a shovel pass. How can how can I mess that up? I think you'll how, be. How I think I you'll be a little surprised. And then it'll be and then it'll be a touchdown interception. I think you'll be surprised. It's easy just to hand it to AP and throw out. I mean, this is by far the best team that Bradford's gonna ever have been on. Um, he looked. He had instances where he looked pretty good. I think he thinks he's smarter than the game, and I don't know why. I just I don't know what he thinks. He just. Never... He just Seems to me like an arrogant Smug. piece of shit. Like an arrogant piece of shit. And you know what? Shit. I have no facts that, to back any of this to up. To back any of this <laughs> yeah. up. This is a total gut feeling where I'm just like, I don't like Sam Bradford. I really don't. Alright. Well, I just don't like him. We've gotten way off track and oh, we're wasting way, way off track. <laughs> way off track. Uh, what's like, the, what's okay, the next so game the now? Next Monday, game is, Monday uh, Nighter? The L.A. Rams versus San Francisco 49ers. Oh, uh, and this who is where, gives a fuck? Other than California, the rest of the 
fucking world will turn off their televisions unless they're just like, oh, it's football. Yeah. I've been waiting forever for football. No, that's... So I need football. I don't, it's like, who do you even go? I'm, I'm probably just going to go with the Rams because I think they have a better defense. They, yeah, they have Gurley. The they have just a little bit better of a team. San Francisco, I don't know what the fuck. I picked the Rams be. for two reasons. Gurley, Tavon Austin. Yeah, they're the best players on the field. Little Casey Keenum, you're not a big Casey Keenum fan. Case Keenum, whatever Case Keenum, <laughs> Casey Keenum. What did, what did I don't say? fuck is nothing. I don't know. That's how relevant he is in the world to me. I know he's he's had okay. I believe he played with the Texans. Yeah, he did and he was so, and he actually was okay there. He wasn't uh, the worst. Yeah, but he was a backup. I but mean, that's all he is. He's he's a stopgap guy. Yeah, that's going to be, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Golf Jeff Fisher, start. horrible. Oh, and I got to say, when I played the, how could Madden take Jeff Fisher, who was horrible. And and propel their team and to propel, like a playoff team because yeah. they're in fucking Las Vegas. Los, Los Angeles. I got to say, the opening to Madden was a little disappointing with that, with Jeff Fisher. I was like, wow, you are really reaching for the fucking stars <laughs> Yeah, here. I was like, this is... Why is that not Ron Rivera or Kubiak or yeah. someone like and that has won anything recently? I'd be more believable if it was the fucking Browns. Yeah. No, it is. Like, yeah, show the Browns. Dude. Show RG3 fucking marching his team right. out onto the field going, we're going to prove them all wrong, man. Believe in I Cleveland. I think the Browns got a better chance in L.A. to do anything, but, but I am leaning more towards Cleveland being halfway decent. Like, with seeing things and seeing how it's coming around. I just don't know. Their defense, they have a lot of issues on defense, too. And then we all know Josh Gordon's issues, RG3's issues. There's just a lot of things got to break the right way for them. Yeah, I mean, that's just... any team, but, you know, a lot more. They need a lot a lot of sudden changes, a lot of turds turning to diamonds type situation, you know. Oh, yeah. A lot. <laughs> like a lot like it's crazy and that's why i made the bet with you with the bears because i was like well at least i saw the bears bring in people to like try and be better as to where, like cleveland i'm like don't get me wrong i think rg3 is solid i think he's an okay quarterback i just think he is origami waiting to get stepped on man <laughs> it's like he's gonna get fucking folded over and that's it he just can't like some of the hits I was watching Cam Newton take tonight, I'm just like... You're like, RG3 wouldn't survive that. <laughs> like, RG3's not making it through that. Like, and these are sacks, not his runs. I'm just like, I remember watching RG3 get hit, and even his rookie year, there were so many times the guy was like... Just like, ooh! And getting scraped off the ground, lifted up, hobbling back, and it's like, dude, he's one hit away, and then I think that... I think RG3 has the skills. I think he was, actually could could be, but I think... He's smaller. He gets nailed like that, and it messes with his psyche a little bit. I think. I think. I think it kind of messes with him a little bit. But uh, in that game, yes, I will take Los Angeles. God, and then Chip Kelly can be out of the league after this year. All right. And other news and notes of the changing gears. Yeah. The WWE has their first SmackDown live pay per view this Sunday. Backlash. Who's uh, the main event in that? What's going on with that? Is that Owens versus... No, that's Raw. Main oh, this is like... Smackdown. See, this is where I'm a little bit off with things, is that these are actually totally separate now, and they run their 
they're totally going with their own pay per view of the yeah, people. Yeah, so on they're there. only they're only gonna be cross promoting pay per views like a handful of times every year now. Like the big ones, Royal yeah. Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor, Survivor Series, Series, King of the Ring, shit like Summer that. SummerSlam. Right, the ones that are the old school ones. That King of the Ring, they actually don't have anymore. Haven't really? Had for a while. I think it would be a great idea to bring back the King of the Ring and put it exclusively on the network. Well, I would think it would be a really good idea just based on the fact, King of the Ring even now, I think even more than what it, when it was around. Nowadays, I think it would even be better because it's like, well, then you do cross-promote on the thing. Well, you not cross-promote, but you mix up the thing because then it's like you could have almost like brackets or run brackets up to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Monday night's running their bracket to bring their guys to the King of the Ring and then, you know, Thursday night's running their bracket and then you you meet them in the middle and then it's, you know, whoever. And then you start out with SmackDown guys versus Raw and then whoever ends up wherever, that's how you mix it up. Actually, that'd probably be like really good now. Oh, uh, yeah. They, I think it would be did, awesome. If they did something like that. Who knows? They they, they could, pen, could potentially do that. Now, is Money in the Bank, is that like a bigger uh, one it now? It is a bigger one now. I'm... I don't know what they're going to do with Money in the Bank now that they've split the thing. I wonder if that would be, if what they should do for that is have it be like a dual pay-per-view, you know, where SmackDown and Raw are both on it and then have like, you know, both send like four competitors for it and whoever wins gets a shot at their respective championship. I think that would be cool. Or like it would also give a guy an opportunity to leave his show and go to the other show and cash in like and win like you know yeah that'd be yeah yeah go smack down almost like buying himself out or something like that and getting that belt and that like automatically pulls them into that yeah yeah yeah, now they're like i'm on raw now bitch because i just won this title (laughs) right 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 no that is that is true and it it I think they could do a lot of good, especially if they've made it where it's like trying to be like where they're kind of two separate promotions almost um, with feuding and stuff between the promotions, which I'm sure they do um, to some degree. Well, the, the, the Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton thing is Raw versus SmackDown. Okay, okay. And they are fighting for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. It is Dean Ambrose defending his championship against AJ Styles, the new face that runs the place. And I am pred- uh, predicting that AJ Styles is the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Based off names, I'll go with the other guy. Dean Ambrose? Yeah. Um, well, based off names, you should be going with AJ Styles because AJ Styles has been wrestling for far longer and has Who's been the a champion world champion right in every promotion he's gone to. Who's the and champion now? Dean Ambrose. And at this point, I think it's time for Dean, Am- Dean Ambrose to lose the title. We need a nice, good heel champion on SmackDown to help build into the next wave of what's going to happen next after this. But I think AJ Styles winning the title, boom. Um, There's also going to be a new SmackDown Tag Team Championship. And there's going to be a match to determine who's facing... Heath Slater and Rhino, and the storyline is Heath Slater doesn't actually have a contract with SmackDown. He's a, quote, free agent, but it's hilarious because he says he's got, like, one day he'll say he has two kids, and then, like, three seconds later he'll say he has, like, six kids, and then it's back down to four or three. But now WWE is playing into it, and they've got, like, 
Heath Slater's kids and family and everything like that now <laughs> as like actual role. And I'm just like, this is fucking hilarious. See, this is what I want. I want me some fucking Heath Slater, a guy who's never going to be the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Never. Never. But you know what he can be? A WWE SmackDown Live Tag Team Champion. You know, like with Rhino, that's the first ever, and I think that's what's gonna happen this Sunday. Heath Slater and Rhino winning those titles, and then they're gonna be forced to give Heath Slater a contract, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. You know what? <laughs> that is gonna be way more entertaining than anything Brock Lesnar is gonna do on Raw. Hey, I quit talking about Brock. It's your turn. And then there's also going to be the WWE SmackDown Live Women's Championship introduced in a uh, six-pack challenge where six uh, women from SmackDown are going to be going for that title for the first time. I think Nikki Bella is going to walk out the champ. I have no idea who that is. Uh, She's dating John Cena. Oh, okay. I know who that is. You think it's her time to shine? Well, she was the champ. She was the Divas champ when there was a Divas championship. Okay. And then she lost it, had neck surgery, didn't know if she's ever going to wrestle again. Literally just came back like a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. I think she's going to be the first SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Yeah, probably give it to Cena's uh, woman. Yeah, why not? In the you know? Yeah, she's a buddy too. Oh, yeah. I've seen her on the show, on the Diva show. And uh, other than that, there's not much to talk about for SmackDown Live's Backlash pay-per-view. I mean, there's The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental title. I think that's just going to be another Miz victory. They're going hard with this Miz storyline. I think it's just going to continue. Where do you think that's going to take The Miz? you think it's going to take him back in the championship talks with the bigger belts? Or you think they kind of like him where he's at? I think it's more about where he's at right now and making the IC title really mean something right now. He's held it for, I want to say, like four or five months at this point. So it's a pretty But he's going against Dolph Ziggler, you said? Yeah, I feel like Dolph Ziggler is just the perma, like, perma underdog who's never really going to break the hump. I mean, he's been a former world champion a handful of times. I just don't think he'll ever get back to that spot. He's... He's way better as a chaser than as a champion. Well, that pretty much then covers up the WWE portion of the podcast. Uh, get on a little bit of a fantasy football talk then for the All week. Right. Maybe break down so, the leagues. So we got two fantasy football leagues that Banner, myself, runs. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is the League of Enthusiasm. So we've got... We'll run down all four of the other games before we run down the... Now, this is a 10-team, two-quarterback league. Standard scoring with defenses, no PPR, and we also keep one person. And uh, we're going to run through the matchups in that league real quick and just kind of pick out winners. All right, so the reigning champion, Duck John's third in Nazi versus Trey's Johnson's out for Harambee. I don't know. What was that, that gorilla? I don't know how to pronounce that gorilla's name. But that gorilla that got uh, murdered. Johnson's out for Harambe. Harambe? Like, it's, it's funny. Like, it's funny because he's got a couple of Johnsons on his team. Well, I'm taking the reigning champs here. Yeah, you are, really? Yeah, I mean, come on, he's got Beckham. 
I mean, I mean, I I'm actually gonna go the other way. I'm gonna take Trey on this. It's the the this is the battle of the champions right here, and a rematch of last year's uh, actually championship game. Yeah. As a matter of fact, no, I like him. He's more well rounded. I think his quarterback plays better. His running backs are a little bit deeper. His wide receivers are just as good. I like Trey here. Like uh, the Weapon X Project versus Damac Flop Servin. Yeah, you gotta like uh, Flop and uh, CJ Anderson on his team there. Yeah, man. that's he, why I'm going with Flop. He here. went off, I but mean, he did leave uh, Benjamin on the on the sidelines there. That could be costly, especially when when uh, Sanders only got you four points. But uh, Jake had Demarius Thomas who only got him four as well, so they kind of bumped heads there. Yeah, that's why I'm going with Floppy on that one. Yeah, I'll probably take Flop too, especially with the Andrew Luck and Russell Wilson combo against the Bortles and Cutler combo. It's kind of not even a question. Then we got uh, Come Get Some versus The Godfather. I don't know what to think of Troy's team. I like certain parts of it. When we were doing the draft, I actually was kind of like chuckling to myself. But now when I look at his team, I mean, he's got Lamar Miller, LaShawn McCoy, Matt Forte. He's got a squad of running backs. Yeah, and he's got Eric Decker, who's don't fucking sleep on Decker, you know? He's going to be a top 20 wide receiver. He should be, and then he's got Fitzpatrick and Manning. So it's like, there's a... He's highly invested in New York. Yeah. Just the city of New York itself. I mean, like Manning, Fitzpatrick, Forte. Yeah, New York, that's right. Yeah, New York, New York. (laughs) And Decker. And then think of all the Buffalo guys, too. He's got Buffalo guys, too. Yeah, he's got LaShawn McCoy. (laughs) I mean, like, this motherfucker's got so many people from the state of New York. And then he's got fucking Tucker, who's from Baltimore, who's pretty much right there. (laughs) You know, up in that area. Well, I've, I've uh, I've got Dan's come get some winning that game. I'm actually gonna take the Godfather there. Um, I actually think he's a little bit, I'm just a little going, bit deeper all around. Yeah, I'm just going uh, previous years, especially like, considering like is he gonna set his lineup right? Like that's my big. I like, mean, come get has two tight ends. He's got a tight end and his flex. Like is like and it's Kobe, you know, Fleener. It's not like he has like I still Gronk think Kobe Fleener is gonna be not not bad. All right, are you st- starting Kobe Fleener over Matt Forte? Or like Kobe Fleener over Chris Ivory or Melvin Gordon. Chris I yeah. Kobe Fleener or Melvin Gordon. I know I, you're high on KC's D and stuff like that, but realistically. Hmm. I don't know. I guess uh, that's that's a rough one. I don't even think it's rough. Who's New Orleans playing? If New Oakland. Orleans uh, that's gonna be a shootout. No, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I really don't I, know. I, I guess know. I go with Melvin Gordon. Yeah, you gotta go with Melvin Gordon. Or Fleener, come on, Fleener. Fleener had like a okay kind of season once, and it wasn't even like great. Man, no, he does. He's definitely gonna have a way better quarterback going to him. That's for damn sure. Way better. So you think Breeze is way better than than Luck? Uh, well, last year, Hasselbeck was the one too. Last so. year. They came in together, though. I get what you're saying. Piss off. Alright, so we got the Yetis versus the Zombies. I'm going with the Zombies. After Cam Newton's big game? Yeah. Cam Newton has good game. 
I think he's got a better team. Um, he's got a lot of question marks at running back though. Rob does. Yeah, you know? but it's one position. I need one. You just need a lottery. Uh, one ticket. position. He's got two of them. He's, a, he has a lottery ticket at running back though. Yeah, but if he doesn't get one, I mean <laughs> that's it. I will go with. Oh, actually, I, you're right. <laughs> that's what I'm like, saying, dude. I'll go with Rob too. I, I I suppose I do have to go with Rob here. And Rob Zombies, I'm picking to win that game. Yeah. As and then uh, then there's the highlight game of the week. Yeah. The Guru versus the Sportsy Squad. That's right. And. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. You have like decent matchups. I feel like I got good matchups. It's real. It's really, really gonna be hard. I hope I'm not making a mistake by benching Fitzgerald, putting Rawls in over him at my flex spot. I don't know. I kind of want to put Fitzgerald because I think it's gonna be a Fitzgerald uh, type game. But I also think if Rawls starts, that'll be a stinker tinker decision uh, come Sunday morning. Oh, dude! I hope you keep Rawls in. I'll be I'll be coming down to the crapper for that thing. I really hope you keep Rawls. Rawls in your starting lineup. Well, I probably will. Well, I mean, good thing uh, for me because that's what's gonna help me win. Well, whatever. I can't wait to see you bitching at the TV screen. Dude, I think Christian Michael's gonna. No. He's. I don't think he's gonna give up that starting role, bro. We'll see. We'll see what happens with Christian. He's gonna Michael. run all over Miami. Maybe Miami. You're like, no. uh, Miami sucks. <laughs> Miami does suck, dude. Miami's horrible. I just need Arian Foster to do a little I bit of I still can't believe C.J. Anderson tonight, though. Not to go back to it, but I just I can't believe how fucking great he looked. He oh, looked, yeah. He, he looked like Arian Foster when Foster was running in Kubiak's offense before. Like, he looked that well, fucking I mean, good. Last year, Kubiak wasn't running the offense. No, it was still Peyton's scheme and everything, how he liked to do it. And then they, they and I think that's what solidified Anderson as a solid starter um, to begin it. Because remember last year, there was a lot of like talk, like who was it going to be, blah, blah, blah. And even through the whole season, it was like Hillman had times where he looked actually really good. Yeah, but then they go ahead and they cut Hillman. And they're pretty much like, all right, here you go. Yeah, they let Here's him, the keys. They just let him be the man. And uh, tonight, he just showed that he is a beast. I mean, I can't believe Simeon either. Alright, so moving on to the Dynasty League, no, which really. we have just called Dynasty League. It <laughs> is also a two-quarterback league, standard scoring, uh, ten teams with, we, we play with defenses. The difference is, is we have super deep rosters. We have 20 roster spots and then a two-team, pra- or a two-man practice squad. So... Only 20 active players at a time. Yeah, and then we also have a three-man IR system. So you can potentially have 25 roster people. 25 guys. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of guys sucked up in that league. Oh, yeah. So we'll start with the Redskinned Redskins versus Tobias Funk Anal Rapist. Now, I'm going to... Classy. <laughs> I'm going to take... The Redskinned Redskins in this matchup because the Tobias Funk team is a new owner this year. Transferred ownership from one of the worst teams in the league since the team the league's inception. 
and the worst franchise owner we had and now I think it's crazy it's, he's 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 ballsy here starting both Henry and Murray in his yeah that's why he's not gonna win I mean he he knows he he knows his team isn't the greatest right now and that it's a project and and whatnot but uh, that that's part of the reason why I gotta take the Redskins here they they're just a more ready team although nothing provided me with more laughter than when the Redskins Released. Dropped Andy Dalton for $18 and then signed him in free agency for like $47. Got <laughs> into a bidding war. Yeah. And I lost my shit. That was hilarious. That was uh, pretty funny. So who are you taking in that I matchup? will also take the Redskin Redskins in that matchup. Alright, so we have, uh, then we have the Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks. The champions from year one. And then uh, and versus keep the imp hand strong. I'm gonna go with the imps. I'm. Also I think that wide receiver core is nothing to fuck with. Plus he had C.J. Anderson, another guy that had C.J. Anderson, so it's 25 points out the gate. Yeah, I will also go with uh, keep the imp hand strong. Who is an injury at quarterback away from being fucked, fucked, <laughs> and having nobody. That's when I go, oh, how bad do you want uh, Garoppolo, baby? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> trust me. I sent some offers. I sent some offers to give him Palmer, but uh, I've yet to hear a response. All right. So then we have the reigning champion, Make America Deflate Again, versus Gotham City Rogue. I like Gotham City Rogue here. I actually like Gotham City Rogue to... Uh, Upset. Yeah, I have uh, deflate again. Mostly because I love Tom Brady. Uh, even though Tom Brady's not going to play in this game. This guy does own Tom Brady. And I just really like Tom Brady. So I'm taking deflate. Well, fair enough. Then we have um, my team, the Cosby Crew, versus the Pittsburgh Feelers. Which, might I add, the Pittsburgh Feelers was one of my names many moons ago that I don't think Mark realizes. <laughs> but we will let him not know about it unless he listens. I don't think he does. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm picking the Cosby crew to win this one uh, pretty handedly, might I add. You know why? Because my team is the fucking shit. I won't go far and say your team's the shit, but I will say his team looks is shit. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got Torrey Smith in his lineup. Well, let's put it this way. He played Torrey Smith over Calvin, Calvin Benjamin. Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrendous. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Brutal, bro. <sighs> Probably not sniffing the playoffs this year. Another year, another miss. So then we come to, speaking of miss, the CM Kings versus the Guru. Uh, I'm not sure. I do, I do like myself in this matchup. I think I, I'm better all around. Uh, I Demarius Thomas didn't have the greatest game. He only got me four points, but 
I think I have Wilson and Luck, LaShawn McCoy, Forte, B. Marsh, Graham, Sneed. I like my team. I like it a lot, and uh, I think we'll win. I don't think we're going to score a whole lot of points, but I just don't think I'm going to have to. I don't think I'm going to have to score a lot of points to beat him. I think. I uh, I think Gary Barnage outscores Jimmy Graham in this game. I, the reason why I'm taking the CM Kings is because Demarius Thomas only scored four points. You have a kicker and a defense already off the board. I think... But they gave me solid value. Yeah, they gave you solid value, but for how many guys you played and the return on your investment in points, if you look at like like that, then they necessarily might not have given you solid... Well, it- that's I think I'll make up for it with my running backs and quarterbacks. This is where I think I'll hit my gold. It's possible. I just think I think RG three is a really solid play this week, especially with them playing the fucking garbage fire that is Philadelphia. We'll see. I don't know what to think about Cleveland. I think it's more about what I think about Philadelphia. Yeah, no, I think Philadelphia is going to be bad too. Who knows though, man? Every year there's always those teams that you think are going to be great. And they're shit, and the teams that you think are going to be shit, like the Washington Redskins, they weren't amazing last year, but they looked like a like going into the season. You're like, hey, you'd be lucky to win two games. They ended up hitting the playoffs. They were solid. They were all right. Yeah, I just think that I I think Kirk Cousins regresses a lot. We'll see. I don't know. I like Kirk Cousins. I'm a believer. All right. Well, that's it for this week, guys, and uh, we'll see. Uh, Try and get him done earlier in the week, I think, yeah? Maybe? A little bit after Wednesday, Thursday-ish? Be good. Be safe. Love you. And remember, follow us on Twitter, at The Sportsy Show. Also, check out at 50 Randy Quaid's on Twitter and on iTunes for your movie review needs. Name dropping douche. Peace out.